Hello, and welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Justin Diodato. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. Now, uh, Dave, do, do you hear something? Um, I, I, I mean, I, I smell something. Yeah. I, normally, I see something. Yeah. Uh, which is smoke. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this episode, I feel like I'm hearing something. Yeah, yeah. There's like a crackling. Yeah. Um, um, and, and, and I mean, it smells like camp right now, you know? Like yeah. I'm getting a, a, a strong uh, mental association with s'mores, <laughs> um, uh, with, with acoustic guitars, and, and sitting... Uh, in, in the dark, in the but dark. somehow illuminated by yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and warmth. Yeah. Warmth was um, That's because uh, this week, we have gone from smoke to fire. Oh, quite so, quite so. Yes, uh, let me pour some water over the fire, and now it's out. Uh, but hopefully the actual fire won't go out just so quickly. No, no, I, I get the feeling it's not going to. I, it seems to be growing. Yes. Uh, and for those of you at home, that's called production value right there. We had a sound effect. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, we, we, we spent a lot of time. A lot of yeah, time. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you, you might. Well. It's, it's unfortunate. Um, cool. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, this is the week that collusion became a reality. Yes. Um, Instead of an, a delusion, illusion. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that. Here's my, I mean, my thing with, like, it is... First of all, the disturbing uh, sense that I was right, <laughs> which is <laughs> I didn't believe I was right. You know, yeah. like I was like, no, uh, like for night. Or at least you thought it'd take longer to be right. Even now, I'm like, am I right? Was I? Yeah. Was I right? Yeah, you are. And like, I mean, we I, were. I don't want to believe it. You know, I it, it, it I don't want to believe any of this. Every day I wake up and I'm like, he, he's not president, right? He's not. He is. Wow. Yeah. We're we're in Black Mirror right now. There's yeah, no question that we're not in Black Mirror right now. Um I don't I don't yeah, this was the so it's disturbing we find out that it's true, but also there's this like really disturbing thing that's happening where it doesn't seem to matter to a lot of people. Yeah. Um you can you can work with a foreign government that's an enemy of the country and then go on Sean Hannity and he'll go but Hillary worked with the Ukrainians probably sort of in a different way. Yeah, in a very different way. I did a bunch of research on oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, it's it an later. extremely different case. But, yes. like, Sean Hannity is also colluding. Yes. And Sean Hannity is a collaborator in the same way, like, I mean, in the worst sense of what you can say about somebody when they are, like, the way, like, People were like, you fucking Vichy collaborators to the French when, like, French Vichy were sending Jews off to die. I don't mean to be that. Yeah. I'm going to go with an, level, e I'm gonna go with an equally as horrible analogy. Okay. Uh, but different. Um, right. Uh, if, uh, if a buddy of yours uh, is accused of rape... That's pretty okay. Let's get let's get the the R word out early. Yeah, it's around. We're gonna get back to it. Don't worry. Oh yeah, we are. Um, and um, and then you say, "Oh no, he was with me the whole time." Right. Um, you, you're just as well. You're not just as bad. You're pretty bad though. You're very bad. You committed crimes. Yes, and like Sean, I I don't know what's in Sean Hannity's head or why he's behaving the way he's behaving, but he had Don Jr. on his show and just like gave him the chance to explain himself and opened his show with like 25 minutes on Hillary's greatest hits and why she's an awful person and why this is exactly the same as what she did, which by the way makes Don Jr. As bad as Hillary Clinton, according to you. Right. It's not like you're not saying she's good. You're just saying that Democrats should be equally as mad at her and that, you know what? That's fine. I will be as mad as you want me to be as Hillary Clinton at this point if it gets Donald Trump out of office. If we, if you need me to personally arrest Hillary Clinton so that you go and arrest Donald Trump, yeah, I'll sit in the rest of shit all day I will, long. I will put bitch in a chokehold <laughs> if I need to. 
Uh, you want to get into our crazy Trump? Yeah, I'm, I, now that I've threatened somebody who's under permanent Secret Service protection, yes. sure, why not? Um, all right, so crazy Trump tweets for this week. Uh, you know, he um, he said a lot of crazy. Th- <laughs> he said some really crazy. Yeah, stuff. again, it was like 400 tweets that were just like, okay, we'll do the top 11. Yeah, like this man. This isn't good, guys. This isn't good. He's the president. It's not good. All right. Because <clears throat> you can't be mad at any one thing because there's so many things. There's so many things to be mad at. And some of them were just doing their best. And some of them were doing their worst. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. All right. My experience yesterday in Poland was a great one. Thank you to everyone, including the haters, for the great reviews of the speech. I, rem- I remember as a hater... Um, yeah. giving a really rollicking review of his speech in Poland. You know, I think that shows it shows a lot of maturity because he's saying like that I gave a great review of his speech. No, I'm open to pos- I'm open to feedback. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I even appreciate when the haters when the haters give me great feedback. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, to be clear, I did not give a great review to his speech. His speech was terrifying. Um. But he but could have just been screaming white power the whole time. But you agree that he's a, you agree that you're a hater. I agree that I am a hater. And he's acknowledged that the hater, even the haters loved his speech. Loved his speech. Yeah. So therefore Therefore I must have loved his speech. You must have loved his speech, yes. You well, must love white power. Yeah, I mean is what you're saying. The great thing about all humans is that they can hold like contradictory ideas in their heads at the same time. Right. So, so you're saying you hated his speech, but you love white power. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that you can't see it at home, but I'm wearing a clan hood right now. Uh, and I would say that you can't see it at home, but just for the record, he is not. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, there's no love of white power on this podcast. No. I don't want to take it that far. That's not. Okay. Uh, I don't need letters. Uh, Contact us at theoppositeeffect.com. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Moving right along. So, uh Sure. He was at the G20 when he tweeted this one. Mm-hmm. Everyone here is talking about why John Podesta refused to give the DNC server to the FBI and the CIA. Disgraceful. That is, amongst all of his crazy tweets, one of the least plausible really ever. Yeah, uh, because there's a, first of all, the CIA wouldn't have been involved. So like the idea that like Ang- Angela Merkel would come up... First of all, the idea that Angela Merkel would come to him at all yeah. is insane. She definitely spent as much time as far away from him as possible except when secretly filming him <laughs> shaking hands with Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. which she did um but uh uh the idea that Merkel would come up to him and the first thing out of her mouth is what the hell is John Podesta doing not giving his his server to the FBI and CIA yeah John Podesta's server wasn't hacked his email was. Mm-hmm. His Gmail was. Second of all, <clears throat> the CIA wouldn't have investigated this at all mm-hmm. because it's a job for the FBI, that kind of crime. How is he supposed to know what the responsibilities of the FBI and the CIA are? Third of all, John I mean, who Podesta knows that kind of information? John Podesta's hack was separate from the DNC hack. How is he supposed to know John that? Podesta was never in possession of a DNC server. John Podesta didn't work but, with the a, But everybody's talking about it. Every All single the be- person, everybody's obsessed with that. Every single person at the G20 was obsessed with it to the, and, and, and spouting the same misinformation. Yes. Um, this, to me, is, like, um, is equal to um, going to a party texting your ex-girlfriend six months after you broke up, um, everybody here is talking about how much of a bitch you are. Right. Because nobody's talking about that. Nobody. You're talking about that in your head to know people. And even if they are, why are you texting her that? Right. We're going to talk a little bit later about um, useful idiots and um, spycraft. Mm-hmm. But a question I've always had and questions that surround tweets like this are, 
is he does he believe this no and if so how did he come to believe it and increasingly i think he might think this is what happened and i think he might think some this is what happened somebody he sees as an authority is telling it to him now it might be like some combination of fox breitbart fox and friends and alex jones but there might be some other channels coming in mm-hmm. just saying who do you think those channels are I mean, my dad. Um, <laughs> ghosts. See, see, I think ghosts have a channel to him. I'm wondering if, like, I remember going to visit um, uh, a friend's relative who was kind of going senile. Okay. And she asked, uh, what's the weather out outside? And my friend was like, oh, it's kind of rainy, but, you know, whatever. She's like, what? Like, well, it, it's rainy. It's, you know, whatever. She's like, what, what are you saying? Uh, and that went on about four or five times. Sure. To which one he said, it's it's fine. She said, okay, good. And that was the end of the story. Yeah. Um, and I wonder how frequently that scenario plays out of like, well, they're talking about, well, he's like, oh, they're just talking about uh, Podesta's emails. And he's like, oh, okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that may, be, that may be just like something something he sundowns with, right? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> that you know the conversation's over when it's like, Something about Hillary, like okay, okay, good, yeah, 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 and they're like, She's oh, everybody's bad. talking about Hillary, and it's like, no, we just know that you'll shut up. Yeah, quite possible. Um, okay, so uh, this next one is about twelve. <laughs> you I'm mean twelve gonna, different emails? Twelve, 12, 12 different, different tweets. I'm just yeah, going to read them all as one. <clears throat> okay. Putin and I discussed forming an impenetrable cybersecurity unit so that election hacking and many other negative things will be guarded, ellipsis, and safe. Questions were asked about why the CIA and FBI had to ask the DNC 13 times for their server, all caps, and were rejected. Still don't, ellipsis, have it. Fake news said 17 intel agencies when actually four had to apologize, that's in parentheses, why did Obama do nothing when he had info before election? Then there was a pause. Mm-hmm. A few hours went by, maybe a day and a half. The fact that President Putin and I discuss a cybersecurity unit doesn't mean I think it can happen. It can't. But a ceasefire can and did. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot to unpack here. I'm yeah. going to work from... You're going to go chronological? I'm going to go... Gonna... Ba- I'm gonna go I'm going to start at the end. Okay. From my understanding of the Syrian ceasefire mm-hmm. that he's... Which is, which is actively happening which right Which is now. actively happening, happening and holding. The U.S. military heard that there was a state of ceasefire in Syria when Trump mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's holding for mm-hmm. now, but it's not like there was a lot of coordination. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Um, fake news said 17 agencies, act, when actually four, had to apologize. The agreement was that 17 agencies had no pro. There was an agreement among our 17 agencies of in- intelligence. But obviously, Coast Guard Intel was not right. looking into this. The four that were... All agreed. All agreed. And th- they include the heavy hitters, CIA, FBI, NSA, and DNI. Right. And I saw that tried to be spun last night. Yeah. Of this saying, like, well, there's various levels of agreement on this. You know, like, some people do agree on it, and others, like, you know. Yeah, uh, the, the only... Uh, others don't really have the information to support it, and it's like... Yes, because they because the Coast Guard wouldn't. Right. They're not saying no. Yeah, they're just they're saying, saying we're the fucking we're Coast involved. Guard. Uh, the, the the amongst the four, uh, there was near certainty amongst three of the four, and then mm. NSA was like, we're pretty sure. Right. Um. Uh. So that. Um. What's next? What What's the next part of it that you're adamantly against? I'm just I'm reading back and it's just it's word salad. It's crazy like that. I'm 
I'm shocked by it. Cybersecurity unit so that election hacking and many other negative things will be guarded mm-hmm. and safe. Somebody put that into a sentence. Yes. A man thought that that made sense. It, Election it, hacking and many other negative things will be guarded and safe doesn't doesn't do what you want it to do. Uh, also, like let's say you know let's say you're let's say you're a parent in a family, right? And you come home to your your family and say, hey, guess what? Um, we're gonna go to Disneyland because Disneyland is super fun, right? And like it's gonna be the best. Um, and then you come back 12 hours later and say, just because I'm talking about going to Disneyland doesn't mean we're going to Disneyland. We're not, right. and we can't. Right. Um, but uh, we got this guy who's going to help us take out the garbage, right. basically. Uh, yeah, Rational Security, uh, I listened to their podcast today, and they had a pretty good rundown of what they think happened here, mm-hmm. which is there were six people in the room. Two of them were translators. One was Lavrov, one was Putin, one was Tillerson, and one was Trump. And probably the three people with brains discussed the idea of forming a working group. We did this with the Chinese um, to uh, try and set some standards about what is and what is not cool in the cyber realm. Mm-hmm. Then Trump walks out the door and starts tweeting. And between what he's heard, what he's made up, and his own dementia, he kind of starts inventing shit about how we're going to have a cybersecurity unit to protect election hacking. And, it'll be, and you know, he's sort of wandering the halls, just, like, randomly shouting shit uh, into, his, into his iPhone at, at Siri. And um, eventually couple people get him alone and say okay we spoke to tillerson that's not what got talked about in the room the russians don't agree to do that and also and this is very important that'd be a really bad idea for these reasons so just walk it back on twitter save yourself some face right now yeah i i I think you're i think you're being way too too optimistic what do you think happened? Uh, I think, it, I, I mean, I think it was literally a scenario where he was like, you know what? Like, if we work together with these guys on this, then we'll know what they know. They'll know what we know, he and then we knows don't what have. They know. Yeah, true. Or but what I, they want him yeah. to know. Um, I, I think it was literally a situation where he's like, we'll form a group, and then they won't attack us anymore because we'll be best buds, uh, and everything will be fine. And then he got home and everybody was like, yeah, that's not a thing you can do. Here's yep. the here's hundred reasons why that's not a thing that you can do. And you know what? Every member of the American public is smarter than that. Yeah, I guess the thing for me is like, this is one of the few times that he's actually gone back on something publicly. And I think the only reason he would do that is because like literally Vladimir Putin was like, that's not what we said. I I think Vladimir Putin would take the win. Like, in in all honesty, I think, uh, I think that I think that plays out better than whatever it is that they decided. And I think like there's no the only reason to walk that back is because the public is like, you are an idiot, <laughs> and Maybe. everyone involved is saying you are an idiot. You cannot go on record as saying, like, you know, let's invite the fox literally into the hen house. Yeah. Did you hear that he asked Vladimir Putin twice in two different ways if he was responsible for yeah. the hack? Uh, and both times he said no. Yeah. So pretty so much you're done. believe him, not your four intel uh, agencies, not 17, had to apologize. Uh, anything else on that one or do we want to move on? Because we are 20 minutes in and we have plenty of fire to talk about and plenty so of opposite effects to talk about. All right. So um, uh, quickly, uh, a few more. When I left conference room for short meetings with Japan and other countries, I asked Ivanka to hold seat. Very standard. Angela M. agrees. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Don't put word. Do you think Angela M. Was, Merkel was looking at her fucking phone and being like, get my fucking name out of your mouth, bitch. Like, yeah, what the it, fuck? Because the only way that that occurs is if, like, he's sitting in bed 
like texting Angela and being like, "Hey, that's normal, right? Yeah. Like we're like that's cool." And he's like, "Yeah, no problem." Oh, totally, totally. Also, it's not normal. It's totally normal for uh, the president or any head of state to have to go and pee or take another meeting, yeah. and for them to have one of their entourage sit in, like somebody who went through a vetting process and was given qualifications by the people's representatives, which his fucking daughter was not. And, and they're, they're like, there's two ways that he, the way that he's trying to sell this is, no, this is like if you're at a concert and, you know, like you're, you know, you have like, you know, and there's a bench. Right. And you're like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Right. Hey, person next to me, would you mind just like guarding my seat or can you yeah, just, just sit here? Your, could you just put your coat on the seat? Right. Um, yeah. he, in his mind, Ivanka is a coat he wants to fuck. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so there are two options here, really. Um, there's the option of um, that that's how that, that works, right. that the president of the United States, um, nobody else will watch his seat. Right. Or just agreed to not sit there. Right. Uh, or. It's got that little placard. Right. Uh, or she sat in on a high level meeting with the leaders of many of the world's richest countries um, because she's good at fashion sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is bad. It is bad that they did this. The whole, I mean, the amount of his family that's involved in all of this is for 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 a functional democracy very bad. It's yeah. it's a very bad thing. Uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't be happening. Um from his point of view, of course it's great because his family more than anybody is uh in his world. All of them are so compromised already. Yeah, they're just like uh, they've lived a life of compromise. Like the amount of crimes that they've all been made aware of and committed over time, I'm sure is extraordinary. Right. These aren't people who can get out. Cuz it, cuz it's one of those things where like let's say you're in one of those like I know you did last summer kind of situations where you right. where you murdered a hitchhiker. Okay, right? sorry. Everybody does it over the summer. Right. You and your three buds like yeah, murdered we, a hitchhiker. Uh, we hit him with our car. It was terrible. And then, like, I guess he was still alive, so we had to do uh, some other murder shit to him. Right. I haven't seen it. So uh, that's basically what happened. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, and then he was like, hey, I didn't die. Um, so now I'm going to murder you. Oh, no. Uh, spoiler. Um, but, like, so, like, six months go by, and, you know, you murdered that dude. Right. Um, you're hanging out on a Saturday. Sure. And it's the four of you. Yeah. Like, you don't want, like, Steve to come hang out because right. now you can't talk about the murder. Right. And, like, you really want to because, like, right. you'll murder that guy. Right. You know? The other thing is, if any of you asks the other to do something for you, like sit in your chair mm -hmm. or work in your White House, you're going to say yes. Right. You're absolutely going to say yes no matter what the request is because any of you can dime on the other's. Yeah, although it's a little bit harder with family. Like, you could, yeah. and they will. Oh, they will. It's going to get real juicy. But it's a little less stressful, like, than, yeah. you know. Um, and at a certain point, and that point is coming, uh, people are going to go, you know what? Jared Kushner isn't really, like, family. Yeah, yeah. He married into this. Yeah. Um, well, Ivanka's young. She can find somebody new. Yeah. Are the, like... The only question I wonder about Jared Kushner, and this won't be a thing, but I'm just going to say it for effect. Um, at a certain point, if they do turn on Jared Kushner, like, at some point, you got to know that, like, his dad runs an army of mercenaries. Isn't his dad, no, like, Blackwater? Uh, no, no, no. That's DeVos's family. Oh, that's DeVos's family? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kushner's dad is the one who went to jail. Oh, okay, because yeah. Because he sent a sex tape of oh his yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. You're right. To his own sister. Yeah. Right. I, I still think his dad probably owns an army anyway. I don't care. I mean, uh, all right. he, he <laughs> certainly has the scruples for it. We need to all move right. on. Um. Here's a new, here's a short one. Big wins against ISIS. Mm hmm. Uh. You want to tell us what they are? Nope. He doesn't. Nope. Uh. Mosul uh fell um this week. It's a major win 
if it holds, there's still fighting going on, but they declared it uh, in Iraqi hands. That's, I mean, good. Mm-hmm. It it also has been flattened. Like it's going to cost billions to rebuild. Um, the amount of civilian dead is extraordinary, and a lot of ISIS probably melted away and is hiding amongst the civilians. Um, the thing that I found interesting when they were talking about like the strategy, because it's like clearly Trump's strategy is way better than Obama's strategy could ever be, according to the arguments that they're making. Right, right. Um, so one of the reporters asked, like, well, okay, so what, like, strategically, mm-hmm. what's different right. from what Obama was doing? Right. Uh, like, what meaningful difference is there? And they're like, right. well, technically, if you want to talk about it, it's the same strategy. This was Obama's plan. This was, like, the plan yeah. put together by uh, Obama's military. And, I mean... Quite frankly, it's a little, it's kind of disgusting for us to even be like, we had much to do with this because the Iraqi army suffered army wide 25% casualties taking mm-hmm. this, taking this bitch down. And the American army suffered five total, not percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, and, and any, obviously, any loss of life is bad. Uh, but it's just like, it's 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 a good thing that happened, and it's a win for him, and he doesn't even know how to make it a win. Right, like, like it, with all talk, the other things he's distracted all, by, everything else going on, he has managed to not mention this at all. He's th- it is unbelievable to a man that to me that, that a man that is this bad at politics got elected to the presidency. Yeah, I mean, just especially because like you're looking at it and you're going like. Most people will say that like ISIS is, the, is one of the number one threats against like the U.S. Now, I would argue that that's incorrect, but let's just say that you wanted that to be correct. Yeah. Then why dedicate 47 tweets to fake news and one tweet to ISIS? I, I mean, he's just a perfect little idiot, isn't he? Yep. All right, let's move on. All right, we're... Uh, last, last tweet. The WH is functioning perfectly, focused on healthcare tax cuts slash reform and many other things. I have very little time for watching TV. What? Um, I believe him. Yeah. Now, I was paying attention to two different things when that tweet came out. To his Twitter account and CNN. CNN was talking about how he has way too much TV to watch. And an article that came out, I think, by the New York Times and the Washington Post about how much TV he watches on a given day. Oh, yeah. It's a ton. So, he was clearly watching TV... When he tweeted about the fact that he was not that he does not have time to watch TV. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I'm starting to get the feeling that Donald Trump pays plays a little fast and loose with the truth. <laughs> Here and there, he may not be fully on the level. But like, does he not realize how like we've talked about this in the past? Like, when you say, "Hey, just so we're clear, I am not a pedophile." Yeah, that's saying. I'm, I'm a, a pedophile. pedophile. Yeah. Like, but I don't want you to believe it. Yeah, no, no. Hey, um, I know we're all just sitting around having a few beers. It's the end of a busy day. But I just thought I, uh, you know, just to be clear, I've never consumed human flesh. Mm-hmm. That guy's a cannibal. Yeah, that 100%. That guy's a motherfucking cannibal. 100%. A cannibal is sitting next to you drinking beer like he's never been a cannibal. Yeah, you're the one who brought it up. Yeah. Um, like, and if, let's say you're a manager of somebody, you have employees. Sure. If you walk up to that person and say, Hey, how's it going? That person's like, Oh, I'm very busy. I have so many meetings today and I have all these different things. And like, if they say it in that kind of like mm-hmm. that way, then they're not, then yeah, they yeah. were like, they were on Amazon all day. Yeah. I like, mean, the answer is pretty good. Yeah. The answer to everything is always pretty good. Right. Donald if they Trump should just start pr- tweeting pretty good. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, do we want to move on to... uh, Yeah, so um, This Week in Smoke, which... Fire. Yeah, fire now. This Week in Lots of Fire. Now fire. So let's let's get into a recap of what happened. We figure if you're listening to this, um, we're not your primary source. Yep. Or if we are, weird. Weird. But thank you? Yeah, if if we're your primary source on this stuff, please contact us at contact us at... The opposite effect, the opposite effect.com because we want to know that. 
Yeah, because uh, we will definitely clean up our standards quite a bit. Right, and and or head over to the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, but maybe you probably want to get more information than once a week. Yeah, it's boiled down to an hour. Good idea. Um, regardless, w- w- this whole purpose of this is the wacky take that we have the on wa- it, oh, and yeah. also making good of stupid shit people say. Yes. Right. So, so much stupid shit got said. Um, the the president's son denied repeatedly having ever met with uh, the Russians. Right. It's, fucking Democrats will go to any length yeah. to, to try... smear us, to yeah. put us down. I question their morality. Ah, they are the worst, the worst people. Cannot believe that they have a majority of the country. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and still somehow a minority of the seats in the House, Senate, don't hold the presidency, don't hold most governorships. Gee, it's almost like... Something shady is going on. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so Donald Trump Jr. Uh, gets all shouty for like ah, six months about how he never met with the Russians. Yeah. Then somebody's like reviewing uh, Jared Kushner's little SF-86 uh, where he went back and made a bunch of revisions. and was like, hey, this says there was a meeting with some Russians. Hmm. And Donald Trump Jr. is like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I got a perfectly good explanation. There was a day in June of 2016, just, uh, I think, clinched the nomination, but maybe they were still talking about a contested uh, convention or whatever. Heady days. Myself, Mr. Kushner, Mr. Manafort, we sat down with a Russian attorney who wanted to talk to us primarily about adoptions. Right. And you know it's believable. You know it's true because the White House reviewed this statement. They helped write it up. They and approved it. And Donald Trump signed off on it. Right. And Donald said, Trump Great. Senior signed off. Yeah. On it. Let's do this thing. Yeah. That so makes sense. He was flying back from his G20 meetings and they crafted it on the aircraft when this came out. So that was their statement. They were like, Look, no big deal. People meet with attorneys all the time to talk about stuff. The three closest people to the president and his campaign happened to meet with this person and about uh, adoption about adoption they also said we didn't know who she was going in we didn't know she was going to turn out to be russian sure just let her in just let her into the floor below the fucking president right. now i was busy on the day that that came out right and so i didn't get a chance to read a lot of the articles but i was like hmm did so were the three of them doing like a like a three guys in a what's that what's that movie where the three guys have a little baby. Oh, three men and a baby. Three men and a baby. Yeah. Like we're. I we're, thought you were going somewhere different. Yeah, with no. that. I was like, we're Kushner, Matafort, and uh, Nanjini are doing like a three men and a baby type oh, situation. They, were they trying to adopt a were, Russian child yes. together? Yeah, that'd that, be incredible. Ah, uh, oh, that kid would die so fast. Because because that's Manafort would eat it. Because that's why those three would talk about adoption, right. and it wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, it would be a great deal. Like, if those three adopted a baby... That'd be amazing. Yes. I would watch the hell out of the movie. <laughs> so, I mean, the thing they're talking about is the Magnitsky Act, um, which is an act uh, signed into law by President of the United States, Barack Obama. Um, and what, it's, what it was in response to was an American uh, businessman who was doing a lot of business in Russia... His uh, Russian attorney, a uh, guy by the name of Magnitsky, uncovered an enormous amount of shadiness mm. and stealing by Putin and his pe- and people close to him. And um, everything was fine. And everything was fine because they put Magnitsky in jail and beat him to death. Oh, so that's not fine. No, not so fine. Um, so in response, the Magnitsky Act was drafted... Um, and uh, it basically sanctioning the shit out of sanctioned the shit out of a bunch of Russian uh, autocrats personally by mm. name um, for for human rights violations for human yeah. rights violations and yeah and then so so then already just on the best case scenario here we're talking about some sort of favor trade to get sanctions eased against human rights abuse. Right. And just because the way adoption comes in is that um, Russia, Putin retaliated by saying Americans can't adopt Russian babies. Right. Putin retaliated by saying, okay, fine. Preet Bahara can't come into Russia anymore because he 
fucking wanted to attack Preet for some reason. Mm. And, oh, by the way, all these orphans that you guys like adopting, we're going to keep them as drains on our economy. Yep. In your face. Now, let me put my own thumb in my eyeball. Uh. <laughs> So, so that's the story. So that's the story that, that Don Jr. tells, and yeah. everybody's like, "That makes sense," except it doesn't. So, right. because she'd only be meeting with you just for argument's sake, she'd only be meeting with you because she wants you to overturn those sanctions. Right? Um, should you really be talking to her about that? Motion. Turns out he wasn't. Right. Like, don't worry, I wasn't talking about that. Don't worry, we were talking. We are actually getting together to talk about Hillary Rodden Clinton. Right. Um. What happens next is that the New York Times, it's been breaking all this news, uh, gives Don Jr. a call. And they're like, hey, buddy, how you doing? It's us again. Listen, uh, you've got until 11 a.m. and then we're printing the emails. Mm-hmm. We got them. And we'd love to get your side of this. Right. Because when he jumped off of the uh, adoption store, he jumped in like, okay, fine. They had dirt on Clinton. Right. I don't know who this chick is. Right. Like, somebody said they had dirt on Clinton. Right. Cool. Right. Um, yeah, that was that was statement two. But it was yeah. still primarily an adoption thing. You know? Yeah. So statement three is coming up uh, when the Times comes to him and is like, listen, pal, FYI, we got the emails. So you could give us a statement or not, but we're going to print them at 11. Mere moments before they did print them, um, Don Jr. drafts a statement that says, in the full interest of transparency, I'm releasing these emails now, and releases them on Twitter, Mm -hmm. which, uh, like, I am shocked that there wasn't just a mass suicide by every attorney that has ever talked to him. Mm. Um, He released them on Twitter, and they show so much. Right. I mean, I mean, basically, at this point, you know that they said, we're on behalf of the Russian government. Yes. We would like to help your father. We have information on Hillary Rodham, on Hillary Rodham, Rodham Clinton. Clinton. Yes. Um, the person setting th- this meeting up or acting as the intermediary is a guy by the name of Rod Goldstein or Goldstone. Um, mm. He's a music producer and crazy person. Um, who uh, works for a guy whose name, I, Eamon, I think, is yeah. uh, who, I forget his last name. He's uh, the son of a Russian billionaire. That Russian billionaire met Trump when he was doing 2013 Miss Universe contest in Russia. A lot of this seems to have happened around then. Eamon... Um, and Trump have worked together. Trump's appeared in the music videos of his. Really awkwardly. Even really said the you're fired line in the music video, which yeah. I think like. That's, that's how bad a businessman Trump is. Yeah. Because I'm going to just tell you something personal about myself. I went to an improv um, festival in like 2005. Okay. Um, and I was doing it. I did a very bad show there. The festival was in North Carolina. And they, they had headliner acts and whatever. But at one point, like the last night, everything stops. Because the festival organizer is like, guys, I got Jimmy J.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, great. Because <laughs> that guy is relevant. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this about 2005, but Jimmy J.J. Walker's relevance was roughly his 2017 relevance. So yeah. like... Everybody's like, okay, that's fine. But guys, guys, I got Jimmy J.J. Walker. He's going to do the monologues that inspire the improv tonight. Everybody has to pay $25 to see us. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, whatever. He brings in Jimmy J.J. Walker. Here's what Jimmy J.J. Walker does not do at any point. He does not say dynamite? He does not say dynamite! You know why? It costs $700 every time he says it. Like you have to pay him seven hundred dollars. You have to pay him seven hundred dollars to say dynamite. Mm-hmm. If you don't, which they didn't, he doesn't say it. Mm-hmm. Donald Awkward Trump, number. what are you doing? You just said I you're fired on this fucking shithead Russian kids fucking as a favor? Or for Russia or for emails on Hillary Rodham Clinton. We don't yeah. know. 
And it, uh, possibly. Anyway, that's the back channel. Uh, the, 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 the emails reveal so much. The emails reveal that, yes, they knew that this was an effort by the Russian government to tip the election and to help the Trump campaign. And they were willing to take that. The uh, Goldstone talked on the email about uh, discussing directly with Trump through Rhoda, Trump's assistant. late assistant, long time. There's a gap in the emails where it's hinted uh, heavily that there was a phone conversation set up between Don Jr. and the Russians. Mm -hmm. That probably occurred. And then they have this meeting at Trump Tower. Right. In which, according according to them now, mm -hmm. nothing came of it. Nothing came it of was it. was 20 minutes. She walked in. She was, was crazy. They kicked her out. If it was 20 to 30 minutes, by the way, the first time Donald Trump Sr. tweeted about the missing Hillary 33,000 emails, 15 minutes after that. Right. And the following Monday, he planned on doing a news conference about all this stuff that he had discovered yeah. about Hillary and then did nothing. Then he didn't do it. He did, some, he did stuff like that all the time on the campaign. He'd, he'd hear something and then be like, we're going to have a meeting about this. We're going to have a... We're going to have a lot to say, and then, like, nothing would come of it. Um, but, yeah, all that happened, and somehow we're still being like... We still have to do this fucking podcast. We still have to do this po fucking podcast. What I, mean, I mean, even when... What the shit? Just to be, just to be clear, though, um, even when Trump is gone, and he will be, we will continue to do this podcast, because uh, there will still be assholes who say awful things. Right, and I have never eaten... Human flesh. Have you? Wait. I, I haven't. I just said I haven't. Okay, but I didn't, I wasn't even talking about that. Yeah, no, I I know. Do, do you recall, by the way, that the um, subject line of this email? Um, I'm assuming it was hi. Yeah, yeah, it was yo. No, it was um, Russia dash Clinton dash private and confidential. Mm hmm. So the fact that Paul Manafort has claimed that he didn't read all the way down. Is irrelevant. It's pretty irrelevant if you get that fucking email. Um, here's, here's where it starts to get weird for me. Because, like, you know, Hannity's got this whole thing that, like, this whole thing was a Democratic, like, plot to... Sure. ...entrap them. Whatever. Fine. You know, like, you're... If it was, you're too... Stu you're that stupid. You got entrapped. You shouldn't be fucking anywhere near the president. Right. And, and the Daily Show had a good thing about that yesterday where they're like, okay, so let's say it was a Democratic plot. Mm -hmm. Like, the Democrats are sitting there like, okay, so they fell for it. Should we really say, like, no, no, hold on. Like... Let's lose. Yeah. Like, let's lose the election, and then we'll release it at an irrelevant time in the future. Right. At um, a time when it can't help us. Yeah. So if it was a Democratic plot... They blew it. They blew it real hard. Um, so it wasn't. But let's say you, you do have Russian information. Right. You know, unless you're an idiot, maybe don't throw Russia entirely unnecessarily in the subject line. Yeah. I mean, you could go under the assumption that maybe, like, you know... Nobody will ever read this, right. but make them earn it in case right. they are going to. I mean, they're going to. That's the thing. Like every, uh, like every email gets scrutinized. Everything gets scrutinized. Like in uh, these people are idiots if they don't if they don't think that all their private communications are going to be made public in some fashion at some point. Somebody's going to take a look at them, even if it's just the lawyers. What? But but it, like no better than that. Say like right. Hey, that guy who we were talking to. Yeah. Wants to give you information. Yeah. Well, this is this. There's a number of things about this that are insane. That Don, that that make it insane that Donald Trump Jr. did this. One is, if you have information about Hillary Rodham Clinton, and I want that information, like I have no doubt that if there was smoking gun evidence that Donald Trump had committed a murder. And it was being it was being given to the Clinton campaign by the Mexican government. Mm -hmm. She would have taken it, mm -hmm. one hundred percent. You know how she would have taken it through a secure channel over like Signal mm -hmm. or something. No way in hell would like a diplomat from the Mexican 
like government have walked into her Brooklyn offices. That's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You, but you do think she would have taken it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But she also would have been like, "Show it to me." Mm-hmm. You don't need to have an in-person meet. This is this is quite clearly about favor trading. Mm. But so, but what you're it, saying is, you agree with Donald Trump's argument that anybody would have taken that meeting. It's just opposition reasons. No, 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 no. I do not. No one would have taken that meeting because basically it ties you to the Russians. But, uh, but are you saying nobody would have taken that meeting because, because it's meeting stupid? Is, because it's stupid and a meeting is unnecessary. I believe. But you don't have a question with the morality of what's happening. You have a question the, about the fact you'll I get a, caught. I have a question about the morality on 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 a couple levels. But not necessarily. Personally, it's morally offensive. Yes. Mm. Politically, I believe that campaigns do what they need to do to win, and mm. I do think that mo- a lot of campaigns would take information from a foreign agent in order to destroy their uh, opponent if that information was legitimate. Mm-hmm. The reason, for example, uh, that Gore's people went to the FBI when given the briefing books that uh, uh, Bush had, um, somebody sent them to them. Mm-hmm. They were given it, 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 the briefing books um, for the debate prep. Mm-hmm. They didn't read them, they said, and just gave them to the FBI and were like, figure this out. The reason to do that is because it gains you virtually nothing. The debates are scripted. They're, they're within an inch. Like, you know what he's going to talk about. You know what they're And it gives do. you the moral high ground. It gives you the moral high ground and the authority. Um, had they sent him, had, some, had pictures of George W. Bush, like, shooting somebody in the head arrived, they would have been like, I don't care where this came from, you know? Mm-hmm. Same thing with this. But what they're offering ver- versus what they're putting out on the table, they're saying we have evidence that Hillary Clinton uh, were, uh, has shady dealings in Russia. Well, show me some of it before you show up at fucking Trump Tower. But they didn't ask for that. And they didn't, uh, they just sort of assumed that this meeting needed to happen in person. That meeting doesn't need to happen in person, as described. I mean, conceivably, you could make the argument that that meeting is benefited by happening in person because now we don't know if anything was handed off. It's very conceivable that she said, okay, um, we're going to meet in person. Right. Here's a folder. There's a million ways to with... send things securely or relatively securely. But they may have been naive enough to think that like, right. handing were, it to they them they was the... They were naive. That's my point. They were stupid. And that's what the Russians were looking for. That's, this is my point. We, this is what I'm driving towards. The Russians didn't want to hand over any more information than they had to. What the Russians wanted to do was favor trade and make these people commit a, start to commit treasonous acts that get them in so deep that they can't get out. And they were stupid enough, the term of art is useful idiot, that they set up an in-person meeting at the campaign's fucking headquarters, one of the most photographed buildings in the world, with this woman who glows radioactive. She's been under FBI investigation in the past. But could you make the argument, then? I could. That, like, if if the argument that, that Putin was trying to be an agent of chaos mm-hmm. in this whole thing. Sure. Then, even if not colluding, you set up a meeting like this because you know it's embarrassing to him. Even if you're not going to do anything with it, mm-hmm. like, um, it just it gives you leverage, but then maybe Trump and his campaign actually didn't do anything wrong. They just wanted to get crazy guy elected and then make crazy guy's job really hard once he's elected. Versus favor trading. Versus like, you know, I don't even really give a fuck about the sanctions. Right. It's more important to me. Like, Trump did this whole thing well, where like, he's like, I think Hillary, I think Putin would have wanted Hillary to win, mm-hmm. which made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, Putin doesn't care if he says that. Right. Put, well, I, see, I, I see what you're driving towards. The favor trading thing isn't necessarily to Donald's advantage here. Like, Trump trades favors in quotes and gets 
Putin's help in getting elected. The favors he returns to Putin are whatever Putin wants now. Yeah, now, now it's interesting nobody's really talking about the fact that, like, yes, there's this whole collusion thing, and uh, no, they didn't have anything mm-hmm. specifically, but, like, by mentioning that the meeting was about um, adoption. Right. Um, which wasn't in the emails. Right. You could have... never mentioned in the emails. Right. You could have never included anything in that, then basically you are referencing favor trading because yeah. she's basically saying, I want to talk about how we get this back on track. Right. By virtue of giving you this information. If I give you this information, you will remove these sanctions. Right. Um, yeah. There's this... I think... Uh, fuck. I kind of lost my train of thought there. I think we're kind of saying the same thing. Mm. Basically, Putin comes to the Trumps via a bunch of cutouts and says, I can help you get elected. I have dirt on Hillary. I have these emails. I have this and that. Dot, 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 dot. Now, at the point that the Trumps don't go to the FBI. Then you know that you can get them a lot farther. Yes, but also the, at the point that the Trumps don't go to the FBI, no matter what happens next, they didn't go to the FBI. So Putin starts dropping emails, and Donald is saying, go and get those emails, Russia. And Putin, you know, hacks Podesta. Putin does X, Y, and Z. The Trumps are fucked at that point. Because mm-hmm. they basically at the, greenlit. At, by July... The Trumps have, con- have com- if we're correct, the Trumps have committed conspiracy to commit espionage mm-hmm. simply by not diming on somebody who's going to commit espionage. Yeah. At that point, Putin gets whatever he wants if Trump wins. So, of course, Putin does everything in his power to make Trump win. Right, because... He's no longer yeah. an agent of chaos. He's an agent of... I want Trump to win because Trump owes me so big. And Trump, I can, I could literally roll tanks into NATO-held properties. And he's going to be like, well, let's see where this is going. Yeah. Um, cool. I think we need to get onto our opposite effect. But before we do, just for, for the sake of humor or for the sake of lack of humor, mm-hmm. I think I'd like to just play the Kellyanne. Oh, yeah. Let's play clip. Kellyanne. Because uh, she was trying to make it funny yeah. on Hannity. Um, and it wasn't. Uh, so let's take a listen. See it so far. This is to help all the people at home. What's the conclusion? Collusion? No. We don't have that yet. I yeah. see <laughs> illusion and delusion. So just so we're clear, everyone, four words. Conclusion, collusion, no. Illusion, delusion, yes. I just... Uh, That's the type of thing. Uh, Kasowitz, uh, Trump's attorney, Yeah. Uh, sent a screaming, uh, crazy email to a guy who had just sent him an email. I was like, you should resign. Mm. Like, it's a total stranger. Like, he sent, a, he sent, like, 12 emails to this guy being like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to find you, basically. Mm. And then, like, the next day apologized. Um, what Kellyanne Conway did there is kind of like uh, the, sa- the same, a different side of the same coin, you know? Like, you can see these people are coming apart. Yeah, that's you. You hold up pieces of paper and start drawing on them in co- in like, in in crayon, because when she's crossing out collusion, by, barely. And, and 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 by the way, yes, you you and I both caught that she said we don't have that yet. Yeah. Um. Like, what do you, you know? You know. You you can feel it tightening. Jump ship, lady. There's and there's this whole thing like people have been talking about and yeah, you know I don't know what to think about it about pardons and whether they start coming. I don't know. Trump's in it for Trump, right? Mm-hmm. He can issue pardons if he wants, but will he? He's, yeah. in, it for, he's in it for Trump. I think he's trying to figure out who's going to flip. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. I. I. I he'll probably pardon some people, but. Can't, it's not clear if he can pardon himself, and it's not. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Bannon and Kellyanne or any of those people are on that list. Yeah. But let's, let's get into our opposite effect because okay. we're, we're pretty deep into this show. Um, and it's pretty repugnant, yeah. um, as, as these tend to be, because yeah. we generally like to pick the ones that are the most repugnant and uh, just about how bad people are. And uh, unsurprisingly, um, uh, Betsy DeVos, yes, uh, who we all kind of knew when she got nominated, um, was going to be the worst, um, continues to be the worst. Right. And we thought it was just going to stop at like charter schools. Right. So, uh, uh, but now she's uh, setting up a campus. She's starting to investigate campus sexual assault. Well, that's great. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And she's got... I mean, campus sexual assault doesn't sound awesome. Like, go, <laughs> going there and being like, yeah. hey, how do we prevent that? Um, she's got this woman working with her. The top civil rights official at the Department of Investigation is a woman by the name of Candace E. Jackson. And uh, Candace uh, gave a quote uh, to the New York Times... Um, Saying rape, rape is bad. No, well, uh, sexual it, assault is not a good thing. The acu- the accusations, ninety percent of them, fall into the category of we were both drunk, we broke up, and six months later, I found myself under a Title IX investigation because she just decided that our last sleeping together wasn't quite right. Ninety percent. Yeah, ninety percent. Um, now, campus sexual assault can take a lot of um, uh. Uh, different forms. Um, it can involve uh, date rape. It can involve rape. Um, it can involve any number of things. Um, it can involve uh, domestic ab- abuse, um, which happens a lot. I knew multiple uh, women who were abused by partners in college, and I knew a woman who was killed by her ex in college. Um, you're saying you're the exception to the rule that in your case in my case this is all apocryphal but um, these people are full of shit Uh, meanwhile Betsy DeVos is meeting with men's rights activists to discuss campus rape uh, which is I'm sure a great conversation going very very smoothly and not at all disgusting um, yeah, because that's where you want you want to start with the men's rights activists when you're talking yeah. about sexual assault on a college campus. Yeah. So uh, this week, um, in order to uh, try to have the opposite effect, we're uh, we're promoting a group called Team One Love. Um, in 2010, um, Yardley Love, woman uh, who attended the University of Virginia, was uh, beaten to death, and as a case kind of similar to the one I mentioned about a woman I knew at Mike's school. Uh, she was beaten to death by her ex. Um, and uh, her family has set up a foundation in it the aftermath of that um, that does on-campus workshops, uh, efforts to um, combat campus violence, uh, specifically campus domestic violence and, and, and sexual violence. And um, it's a it's a very good group, and I hope that you will help uh, help them out this week and join us in supporting them. You can go to join one love one is spelled out O N E um, join one love dot org, and uh, please yeah. go there and give if you can. And uh, before we before we go, just in that vein, um, if if you're I'm sure if you're listening to this, you realize that it's, you know, it's a serious topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people lose how how serious it is just in the sense of, like, I don't care who you are. You know someone who's been sexually assaulted. You might not realize that you do, but you do. Oh, yeah. Um, they might be afraid to talk about it. They might not even have ever told anybody about it. Um but you do know someone who has been sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And that's mind-boggling. Every time I think about, like, I can't imagine a world where... It's difficult for me to imagine a world where any of the women that I know, or even men, like, men have been and are sexually assaulted. Sure. Um, I, I can't imagine how it ever happened. Because... They're great people. They're, you know, 
Uh, not that you have to be a bad person. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But like, I'm just so in my bubble of like knowing people who would never even consider doing that, that it's oftentimes the situation where you assume like, okay, well, no one I know would do that. Therefore, no one I know would have that happen to them because they don't travel in a circle where that can happen. And you'd be surprised. Oh, absolutely. And you'd also be surprised a lot of times at the people who are uh, capable of doing something that awful in, uh, you know, just it's a lot more prevalent than anybody wants to talk about. And and the thought that 90% of them are failed hookups yeah, we're, uh, yeah, is insulting to such a ridiculous degree that, like, that person still fucking works there. She heads the civil rights division at the DOE. Yeah. Um, it, it's mind-boggling that that's a thing that's happening right now, and we should all be outraged. And yes, we should donate um, to whoever we need to, and we should do whatever we need to to prevent this happening, because it's a thing that fucking sticks with you. It's a thing that changes the way that you look at the world. And to talk about it in that way, I just, I can't even fucking imagine. So, uh, thank you guys for listening this week. Um, sorry to end it on that kind of note, but that's what we do. Uh, it's <laughs> important. So, uh, talk to you guys again soon. Have a great week. Have a great week.